Ultra. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today, we are preparing to annihilate Minute 25, which begins with Andy asking if Gary believes he's less of a man because he chooses to drink water and ends with Stephen asking Gary what boo-boo means. Yeah. yeah. We get a, so we get a really good Andy monologue. We do, yeah, and we get some nice foreshadowing with the, uh, the, the, uh, you know, choosing to uh, uh, order a, a tap water when you're surrounded by big ugly bastards wearing war paint, which of course <laughs> is a foreshadow to Gary doing exactly that in the final scene of the film. Yes, yeah, um, can't wait to talk about that. Oh man, I can't wait. Yeah, can't wait to talk I, about the. Uh, I don't know the dichotomy of finding your sobriety. In the midst of an apocalypse. Yeah. I mean, this is that, that's what this whole movie's about, right? It's like finding your sobriety. Like sure. Of of like what it takes to 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 be sober if you or what it feels like it takes to become sober. Yeah. You know? To finally to finally start owning your shit as the world is falling apart. Yeah. But I, I just love that like he can't argue with Gary because Gary doesn't listen. He doesn't care what anyone else is saying. He just like pinpoints like one little thing and like is like, oh, let's talk about that. I'm gonna change the subject. Like the like like what he did with Steven with the lintel, you know? No, yeah, sure. He he has this ability and I can really I think what Nick Frost is selling really well is the frustration mm-hmm. of like you're not listening to me. I'm trying to share with you my heart mm-hmm. and something that's important to me, but it just doesn't Gary is just so thick and he's so helplessly in his own world that it's just not compute. You kind of like a blank. Yeah. Where it's like, I, that doesn't register to me as words. Right. Right. I, I also, I love, 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 love the joke because it's, it's a, you know, it's easy to write a joke that like is just universally funny. What what's what what the jokes that always impress me are the jokes that are like specific to a character. Like no other joke, no other character can make this joke and it would be funny. Yeah. But the fact that he, when he says that he's he's a bit o ducky, mm-hmm. um, and and <laughs> Peter says, well, that's not very PC, Gary, and he says, oh, get out of the nineties, Pete, like. <laughs> It's so funny because, you know, he's Gary King. He's like the epitome of the 90s. Yeah, yeah. He lives in yeah. the 90s. Yeah, and he's telling someone to get out of the 90s. Um, and it's, oh, God, it's so funny. Get out of the 90s, Pete. And just looks at the rest of the room like, can you believe he's this guy? <laughs> oh, just the, the, the total lack of self-awareness is no, my favorite thing. Totally. It's You kind of envy it almost, but then you see how sad it makes you. Yeah. You're like, well, I'm glad I'm not making other people feel that way. <laughs> right, right. 
So is the is the phrase because I tried looking this up and I couldn't really find a lot of references to it. Um, the phrase "oh ducky" being a a like uh, a term for like effeminate. Yeah. Um, is that a reference to Pretty in Pink? No, I have no idea. No. Oh, okay. You just you don't know. You don't know that it's not. You just don't know. I. I wouldn't. I'd be. I would be deeply. I'd be very surprised if it was a reference to Pretty in Pink. Like Ducky, the character Ducky? Yeah. In Pretty in Pink? Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, maybe someone in England can help us out. Um, but, yeah. Oh, Ducky. I don't know. I've never heard of that turn of phrase bef- before yeah. seeing this movie. Maybe it's from a sitcom. I don't know. Oh, Ducky. It wasn't uh, a, it's not like an Urban Dictionary post? Nope. Looked... Looked. I searched the internet. Couldn't find it. Damn. Couldn't find the origin of it. I don't know what it is. Um, yeah. We have plenty of English listeners who are more than happy to tell us uh, where something comes from if they've heard of it. So hopefully uh, someone can help us out with that one. Um, oh, ducky. Never, never. No idea. Um, who knows? The uh uh yeah, and then he says uh uh he tries to tell him like about having kids and like you have to be prepared to take responsibility and he's just like no I might have kids <laughs> yeah no, that's a great I might have kids uh, oh well then you should know no no I said I might have kids yeah yeah <laughs> uh <laughs> why. Fucked. Yeah, <laughs> that's another really good. That was another big belly laugh. Just something about uh, like, yeah. Imagine that a French kid. Imagine that French kid. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> oh God, that's uh, that's really. I I I love the I love the miming of the euphemism and mm-hmm. then just dropping the euphemism. Fucked. <laughs> Oh God, it's so funny! And then to kids, wherever they shall be, <laughs> and, and Andy is just like you yeah, to kids, like just yeah, like, fuck uh, you, yeah, yeah, fuck, fuck this fucking guy. I hate this. Hey, who? Yeah, who? Who's even? Who gives a shit? Why am I even here? Yeah, and everyone's this is, just, this is a nightmare. That everyone's kind of uncomfortable, like to kid. I guess yeah, sure to kids. <sighs> is that where we landed? Is that where this ended up? It gets and it only gets more awkward from here. Yeah, it does. It's true. Uh, yeah. and then we get and then we get the start of uh, let's boo boo, but we won't get into it. That's true. Um, yeah, I uh, I just I I just really like all of this. Um, oh, it's a great minute. I, yeah, it's it's a it's a really great minute. It's like the dialogue in this movie is just like some of the best comedy dialogue I think in anything. It's just like. <laughs> I just, no, I, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I just like the I just like the pitter patter of it. Um, no, yeah, you just really fall into the rhythm of it, and it's just really fun to just see these, just see this dialogue get volleyed back and forth. Yeah, yeah. So, when do you think this situation with this French girl happened? I don't know. She was two like, weeks uh, late before they uh, her, her, and her parents went back to Normandy. I don't know. I mean, or, or, or did they? Well, it said they, they emigrated to Normandy. So is she French, or is he saying that they went to Normandy, and if she had a kid, the kid would be French now? Oh, yeah, maybe it is that. Yeah, yeah, probably. I mean, 
Maybe maybe it was during that great because so if they don't know about it, then it would have to be post like uni. Well, no, I think they do know about it because he says remember. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Um. Hmm. Yeah. So maybe maybe this was something that happened to him in high school. Oh wow, that's crazy. So this there could be like a like a seventeen year old French Gary King running around Normandy. That's a nightmare. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think uh I don't think a Gary King type should be uh uh French on top of everything else. That's like yeah. that's 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 too much power, I think. <laughs> <laughs> too much raw chaotic <laughs> sexual energy. Yeah. That's not uh that's not good. That's not good for the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh you know what else I noticed too in this in this scene um I think a couple of weeks ago we talked about how Gary King is sort of like a Ferris Bueller type. Sure. Um, I also think that he has a Bart Simpson energy to him. Yeah, that kind of like perpetual delinquent. Yeah, and almost I almost wonder um, if because like The Simpsons has like notably done a lot of episodes where they show what the kids are like in the future, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, every time they show Bart, he's like a sh- like a stripper or works at a construction site. Yeah. He's almost like, he almost always seems like, like a Barney type. Yeah. I was about to say, yeah, he becomes more Barney. Yeah. Yeah. More Barney ish. And, um, I almost wonder, like, I wonder if they've ever done a Simpsons episode where he was like more of like a Gary King type. I don't know. Do you, I think about how I love the Simpsons so much Uh and it really shaped my sense of humor yeah and yet i have there is more that i haven't seen yeah like to me the simpsons is like a four to maybe nine year show right right and there is now over a decade of simpsons that i just haven't seen uh i'll go one further there are two decades of simpsons that you probably haven't seen yeah and from what I understand, it's not bad. I think uh, the, I think I, it was I, there in the middle. It was yeah, pretty bad. Yeah, and then it kind of I don't know. I mean, how many I mean, as long as Harvard's churning out white dudes, I think there's always going to be Simpsons writers, you know? Yeah. What they need is a new showrunner. Like I wish now that like Disney has taken over um the Simpsons brand, it would be cool if they were like, you know, I think you've had your time showrunner for the past 20 years. What's his name? Al Jean? Yeah, I think I think maybe Al Jean, I think it maybe it's time to move on and let someone else have a have a go at it. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Like what's the point? Like why not radical? Why not have a radical departure year? Yeah. Like imagine like she's written a couple of episodes, I think. Um, but imagine like Megan Amram taking over the Oh Simpsons. my god, it'd be amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Like <laughs> It's like it's like the Doctor Who of comedy. Why not have a whole year where it's like? Well, what pisses me off is when apparently they keep aging them back. Yes, to yes. where that actually—I hate to sound like this guy, but that actually kind of offends me. Uh huh. Because to me, Homer and Marge dated in the seventies. Right, they're boomers. They're boomers because that's when my parents first started dating. Was the seventies. And so to see, apparently there's episodes where now they're like dating in the nineties and went to college in the nineties. I'm like, no, fuck you. Fuck that. That's stupid. Yeah. They were, they were boomers and then they were, 
Gen uh, X. Gen X. And I think now they are dangerously close to becoming millennials. Yeah, which is like like give it give it ten years and, and if that show is still on the air, maybe not even that long, maybe five years. If yeah. that show is still on the air, like yeah, Homer, Homer and Marge are gonna be millennials. Yeah, Homer and Marge will have been born in like ninety one, ninety two. Right. Which is yeah. it's I don't know, it's it's kind of depressing. It is dep- it, like it is, but then it's also it, it's only depressing in terms of um the fact that it's been on this whole time and it's a, and it's a show with like, you know, voice actors and things. Yeah. Cuz because uh, you know, the the Marvel universe is all post 9/11 now cuz the same thing happens to the Marvel universe in comics. Sure. Everything gets sort of pushed back because Spider-Man can only be so old. He can't be over 30. Yeah. Like, he's perpetually 29 or 28 mm-hmm. or 27, like that range. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, and so now, like, if you base the whole Marvel Universe on the origin of Spider-Man and the forming of the Fantastic Four, in order for Spider-Man to be, like, 27. He had to have been born it, in, like, 93. Which means that he became Spider-Man after 9-11. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy. Which means that, like, the the Fantastic Four formed post-9-11 now. Well, I mean, that's what yeah. you get when you don't let anything die your age. Yep. Exactly. But, um, anyway. The, the Mickey Mouse Law. That's what happens there. The network of pop culture. Walt Disney. <laughs> Everything's better um, because everything's the same. Yeah. You know what's going to be really crazy, dude, what? is when one of the main cast members of like voice actors on The Simpsons dies. Sure. And so far, they've been really good about like when one when when a cast member dies, they let the character sort of just disappear into the ether, right? Yeah. The 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 character doesn't exist anymore because that voice actor doesn't exist. Yeah. They have not had to reckon with the idea that a main cast member dies. Yeah, like, like God God forbid, but you know, when Harry Shear or Dan Castellaneta right. you know, passes, it's like, well what happens? You know, like are we are we do we I, keep going? Yeah, like or, I guess I guess Mr. Burns and Reverend Lovejoy and Ned Flanders are just we don't they never existed and we're never gonna talk about it. Right. Um and but then but the, so so it's like but when one of the family members dies, sure, like one of the Simpsons is what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. When one of them die, one of those voice actors is eventually going to die, and we're not going to have them anymore. And the show will have to decide then and there: is the show over now, or do we recast? Right. And at that point, that's going to be like the – I think that's going to be the fork in the road uh-huh. of like this is the moment, right? Is the show going to end or is it going to keep going? And I wonder if if it does end, which I think it will. Yes, hopefully. I, I don't think they'll recast it. Well, yes. However, it's going to end and then within 10 years, it will be rebooted again. It will be rebooted with a whole new cast. New designs, you know, like hair, like like uh, uh, Marge and Homer will be like legitimate millennials, like redesigned characters, like the whole thing with new voices and everything. I would almost prefer that, though. 
Yeah, yeah, for I sure. Would, I would prefer that than like the depressing Pleasantville. Like, no, <laughs> we're not. It's the it's the same. Yeah, when it's just like God, you can hear Uterly Smith like getting older. Yeah, Marge. Damn, Marge. Marge. Yeah, Marge sounds like an elderly woman. And like, no. and I, I, I love the character of Marge Simpson. Uh, I, I, I think she's done beautiful work. In particular, I think her voice work in the Simpsons movie is yeah. terrific. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's. I would almost rather like a Ducktales reboot of the Simpsons. Yes, than, yes, exactly. Than like pushing the corpse of this show that I love up a hill. I think it'd be really interesting to do that, honestly. I think it's something that the show could really use. Yeah. And I think people – there's going to be people who would just be like, oh, just let it die. But it's like, no, that's not that's not how any of this works and you know it, so just stop. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, like, like stop stop pretending that that's how this works. It doesn't work that way. Uh, and, and just let it go. But uh, yeah, the idea of like a, a reboot of The Simpsons in like – 10 years yeah i mean it's like the same kind of people me. it's like the people that won't accept that teen titans go is objectively a better show than teen titans right and right. I, lo- I loved i loved teen titans when i was a kid I mean, that's, teen- that that's that's a difficult comparison because they're they they're two shows with very different goals yes um, i think i think your ducktales comparison makes a lot more sense yeah I think that's that's more in the vein of what we're talking about here for sure great because it's like yeah we want a show that makes you feel the way the ducktales did when we were kids Right. But we want to do that for people now. Right, right. With a new right. show with a different vibe or an updated vibe to where it's not, you know, 50 to 60 year old white men that went to Harvard making fun of stuff that's happening now. Right. Right. Oh, Harvard. Oh, Harvard. What? Why were your students so smart fun and funny? Fun. <laughs> <laughs> and only them, nowhere else. Nope. Only oh, no. at Harvard. Yep. It sucks that uh, black people who went to college in the Midwest aren't funny. Yeah, none of them are. Yeah. hasn't hasn't happened yet. Won't happen in the future. Nope, 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 nope. That's not. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, none of them at, are funny. I mean, look we, at Saturday Night being, Live. We're all being extremely facetious. In case you don't understand uh, what's happening here, no. everyone listening. Um, no, being super <laughs> sarcastic. Fuck Harvard. <laughs> Sorry, Conan. Did he go to Harvard? Yeah, he did. Oh, fuck Conan. Yeah, fuck Conan. Um, fuck Conan. <laughs> I can't even say. And his saying. stupid hair. <laughs> and his weird derision of new media, but then jumping on the bandwagon and having podcasts all of a sudden. I don't know. Yep. I apologize for my audio quality last week, guys. <laughs> I was like, I sound like a fucking late night host. Well, it was Bush League and it won't happen again. It's par for the course nowadays. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everybody's used to it at this point. <laughs> um anyway, uh yeah. So this minute's good. <laughs> yeah. Just not a lot to say about it. I don't know. No, yes. Uh uh, you know, if we have any listeners that are sober, uh congratulations. We appreciate yeah. your journey. Uh thanks yeah. for listening to our podcast about beer. <laughs> yeah, and us talking about how good it all looks. <laughs> Sorry. I oh I will point out that behind uh Gary you can see the hours for the first post, which is uh noon to nine PM. Wow. Yeah. That's that's a sh- those are short business hours. I guess I, I I mean I mean I assume there's some kind of blank curfew for maximum efficiency, you know. Well, but that can't be true because they keep going well into the night. I mean, I guess the King's Head later is closed. The hole in the wall seems closed. Yeah, maybe they well, stagger it. 
the world's end is definitely closed. So I think maybe they would have failed at the at at the Golden Mile just because they started too late. Yeah, that's true. Um, because <laughs> they literally have to break into the King's Head. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so <laughs> I feel like no one paid attention to the hours of operations <laughs> for these pubs. No, the sign it doesn't work. Fuck. Yeah. Because uh, the mer because the mermaid would be open late because it's a club. It's not. It's not so much a pub. Yeah, it's like a weird discotheque. Right. So that would have been open a little later, but the other ones, not so much. We found it. We found the one error. Yeah. <laughs> well, just the error in Gary's plan. You know, right? The movie, yeah. The movie plan for it. We yeah. found ways to get them to break into those closed pubs. <laughs> uh. Anyway. Um, well, thank you for um, joining us this week here at the Cornetto Minute. Indeed. Uh, com slash support. That's where you can listen to all the bonus podcasts that we put out uh, every weekend. And uh, on on Saturdays, we tend to put out a, uh, a, a, a like sort of a major bonus podcast. Um, that's where the Weekend Bugle happens that Nick just uh, Nick just guested on an episode of the Weekend Bugle. Yeah. Uh, we talked about The Mask of Zorro. That was out last weekend. A perfect uh, that's, movie. That's also where you can get all of my uh, theme park this uh, special bonus episodes, um, like uh, retheme this, where we take an existing attraction and retheme it. We've done it with uh, uh, we we done it with Tower of Terror uh, in Orlando, and we uh, just recently did half of Marvel Superhero Island at Islands of Adventure. And uh, that's also where you would get uh, Nick and I's not writing podcast, which. There will probably be a new episode out this weekend, so um, be on the lookout for that as well. Uh, so that's uh, th- those are the uh, the big major bonus podcasts on Saturday, and then on Sundays we have like a mini show, which includes the uh, the theme park this fast pass episode where we talk about um, just like little little like news items, or we're planning on doing like sitcom episodes where they went to Disney World stuff oh, like that. That's cool. Um, talk about those and maybe some movies that had scenes that take place at theme parks. Um, talk about Hellfest. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, so yeah, we're going to be doing stuff like that. So uh, look at that. That's that's the the little mini show on Sunday along with uh, Scott Pilgrim Minute. So uh, so anyway, you can get all of that for the uh, at the three dollars a month level. Um, that's that's every weekend two bonus podcasts. Um, so, uh, check that out. That's $3 a month. That's all it takes. And if you just want Scott Pilgrim minute and, uh, the theme park, this fast pass, that's only a dollar a month. So that's like nothing. What a bargain. What a bargain. That's like 25 cents an episode. That's nothing. You get a whale of a wash and the price. Oh my gosh. Yeah, indeed. And there's, we're, we're getting very close to having 300 podcasts on our Patreon. Wow. I remember when there were 300 episodes of the Simpsons. (laughs) <laughs> yeah true i remember that as well it was a long time ago um <laughs> do you think they get to a thousand episodes have they reached a thousand episodes uh i don't know i'd have to check yeah i'm not sure I'm, i want to look it up right now brian knows but i know brian knows he he has a he probably has a date circled in his calendar where they would hit a thousand episodes <laughs> uh no nowhere close they have 684 okay yeah so they're yeah. not they're not going to do that they're, they're probably not going to hit a thousand, but um, as much as they'd probably like to. Uh, all right. Well, uh, thanks for listening, everyone. We'll be back on Monday. 
with minute 26. But for now, let's boo-boo. Let's boo-boo. Whoa, whoa, whoa.